Thanks for tuning in to Andrea in the Morning. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and following. I hope you've liked our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash sugar-free coach, as well as on Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at sugar-free coach. I will follow back and reciprocate. I always do. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach, and you are listening to another episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show, Andrea in the Morning. Thank you so much for joining me today. Happy New Year. We haven't talked before now. Happy uh, Throwback Thursday. Y'all know I'm I'm drinking a hot, warm drink this morning, and we're doing this whole series on a throwback sort of schedule because uh, I don't know it just that just kind of fit with me and maybe just a season but it just felt like it fit um, I usually kind of cover topics kind of behind the you know after the fact if you will behind the drama <laughs> so you know that's what we're doing um, I've got a lot of announcements to share with you all now coming up over the next few days If you're not, let me say this first and foremost, and uh, we're going to talk about this some more. Um, But if you are not, A, following on Instagram, do that at Sugar Free Coach. Follow Living Sugar Free and Sugar Free Coach. Um, If you're not doing that on Twitter, do that. If you haven't liked the page on Facebook, if you're a Facebook person, don't be upset because I'm not your Facebook friend. I don't do the Facebook friend side. There's like two people on Facebook that I actually go on as my personal self and click like on their profile. And that's only because they are such long, 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 long time loyal supporters, you guys. I don't do Facebook. I don't like it. I never liked it. And I'm finally just now getting around to doing the things that I'm comfortable with doing and not just doing them because that's the way the system is supposed to work or whatever um, with the whole ship, uh, social, with the whole social media thing. And I'm finding that that was a need because that's how other people feel too. And I don't want people to feel like, you know, just cause I jumped out there and did all this crazy social media, socially social stuff. It's not a requirement for you to be successful, for you to use social media successfully. So I don't want you thinking that. Um, so I don't do Facebook like that y'all. So please do like my page. If you're not a hater, you shouldn't have a problem doing that. Y'all like every manner of all whatever Facebook pages. So I would like you to like mine too. Um, if not, you're not going to see what's going on. A lot of stuff I only share over there. Once you like my Facebook page, you'll be connected in with the Living Sugar Free Facebook group. If you're not already in there, if you don't get added, send me a message and let me know because that's a very important little space. It's kind of like the only little private space that we have for Living Sugar Free Sweethearts. And there's conversations. There's always been conversations in there that are not public. So check it out. I apologize that I forgot to. Yeah, sorry. I apologize. I forgot to turn my do not disturb off today, you guys. But um, I just turned it off and so I won't be interrupted. I mean, unless, of course, you know. Morky Fee decides she wants to start barking. Right now, she's rolling around on the little floor, playing with a ball of my socks, which I'm going to let her have right now, because if not, she'll be hollering at y'all. So, um, 
yeah, so make sure you join those places. If you have not already gotten a copy of Living Sugar Free Revealed, do that. It just gives you a lot more inside kind of information on Sugar Free Coach, Living Sugar Free, what it's all about, my journey, what we mean when we say making lemonade. Um, let's see what else, what else, what else. <clears throat> if you haven't listened to the previous episodes of Living Sugar Free Lifestyle Show podcast, you can do that on your favorite podcast app. We're everywhere, you guys. I'm so proud to say that. Spotify, iTunes, Breaker, Radio Public, uh, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Google Podcasts. And if you just kind of old school with it, I'm kind of old school, you know, with some things, so I understand this. You can just from your browser, you know, from your Chrome or Explorer, whatever, Safari browser, whatever you're using, you can go right to my website, website sugarfreecoaching.com, and right there on the front, right there on the front, there's a little app, and it plays whatever the latest show is. Or you can listen to a previous series, um, or you can go out and listen to, um, you know, current series uh, or ones before this one or whatever. You can do all that from your browser on my website. Um that's about it for that, you guys. I've got a Facebook Live coming up on Saturday. That's why I said that you definitely want to get, you know, get your ducks in the row, be set up in that group um, before, you know, the weekend because after that, some things are going to shift. And I'm not going to make this offer anymore. And I'm not going to suggest that you do this. I'm not going to say hurry up and get in there now anymore after this. So I've been saying it for a reason. So hurry up and get in there. If you find out that I was making a big deal out of nothing, you don't like what the big surprise is, you could always leave. But better safe than sorry. It's better to get over there and be nosy and find out what we're doing than to not do it because you were like, she ain't doing nothing. And then you miss it. And then you're going to be mad at me because I won't let you in. So you guys just go do that now. Just be nosy. You can laugh me out if I'm wrong or whatever. But if not, you'll be like, hey, thanks for the heads up. So definitely go do that. Do it on a break while, you know, you're listening to this commercial. And uh, we'll be right back after a brief message. Hi, this is Lee Grissom, the author of KLS 9 and Saber 6. And you're listening to the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show with Andrea in the morning. And we are back. Thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show, Andrea in the morning. We've been talking about some updates and changes that are going to be taking place and just some housekeeping. And, you know, if you're a long-time Living Sugar-Free Sweetheart, what you need to do to make sure that you remain recognized. I'm not distinguishing between sugar-free sweethearts, you guys. I'm not. That's up to you. If you are a Living Sugar-Free Sweetheart, you know you're a Living Sugar-Free Sweetheart. Everybody does not operate the same. Everybody doesn't do social media the same. But you have to understand that... This is my brand, and I have to maintain my brand. I have to have numbers and statistics. I have to justify my brand for the sake of doing business. This is part of doing business. And if I don't do it the right way, I'm not setting the right example. And then when you turn around and try to do yours, you know, I'm not showing you how you need to do it. And so I'm going to do better at that. I don't mind. I don't mind talking to the wall. <laughs> I don't mind presenting to two people. I present to two people the same way I present to 10,000 people. And that's the way I think we should always operate. But when it comes to doing business, um, there are certain things that you have to do. Certain things you have to be able to do. 
And if you don't sort of check all those boxes, then you're not really, really doing business um, most effectively to the best of your ability. You're not um, being loyal to your own brand, representing it, showing others how to be loyal to your brand, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we're going to put some locks on the doors, y'all. <laughs> it pains me to do it. It, it, it saddens me, actually. Um, I don't like kicking people out. I don't like firing people. I don't like deleting people. I don't like any of those things. And it's not because, you know, I think differently than most people do. Everybody can say, oh, wow. Say good morning, Morky Fee. Say good morning to the people. Say hi. I didn't mean to holler. I know, did y'all hear that? Okay. She said good morning. Okay. So, um, I don't like doing that, but, um, you might, you know, some people might think, you know, okay, well, you know, sometimes you have to step away from the crowd and, you know, you have to self-care and do what's been, all those types of justifications you might give to a person that has a hard time sort of setting boundaries and, you know, establishing borders and ma maintaining relationships. But you guys, I don't think that way. I don't have those same issues. I don't, I'm not attached, if you will, to the numbers of the people. Um, I'm not a social person. I would literally be able to sit on a balcony and stare at a sunset or some mountains or water or whatever for hours and don't talk to anybody and I would be okay, okay? You know, um, I'm doing social as an effort. So for some of us, a lot of people on the spectrum, not all people, but a lot of people on the spectrum might not be on the spectrum. You might just be an introvert. For some of us, the social part is difficult. Um, and so I'm stretching myself. I'm going out of my comfort zone. This is growth for me. So, you know, you have to be mindful when you give people advice and coaching that you're not just giving blanket generic advice because everybody's not the same. You could give somebody some advice and then you end up derailing them because the thing that they need to work on isn't the thing that you considered. So just so you know, you guys, um, the whole 10-year effort of social media for me was not easy. Um, maintaining uh, connections on the internet and it hasn't always gone well you guys y'all I've been told off for not remembering people or you know not following back or not you know chatting people up on the phone or whatever different things but in going out of my way to um, go out of my comfort zone and try to um, make an effort to do these things I went to the extreme okay and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's what I did to learn how to use the platform and to engage and support others and et cetera. But now it's time for me to do a different thing, which is, this is actually a thing that's more easy to, for me, you guys. So I'm not saying this is hard to do. I'm just saying I feel bad about having to do it. Um, not so bad that I'm not going to do it because it is the right thing to do. But if you are a living sugar-free sweetheart, and you haven't been participating, that's okay. Everybody's not the same. I'm not saying that going forward you have to. Um, all I'm saying is, is that this one time, if you do not click like or comment or otherwise engage with this um, announcement of this rollout, then I'm not going to know that you are a proud living sugar-free sweetheart and that you desire to remain as a living sugar-free sweetheart I'm not going to know so you may be deleted from this group because going forward this group is only going to be for patrons 
And what is a patron? Okay, so if you're not familiar with the website, Patreon, um, you can patreon.com forward slash sugarfreecoach. You can go read all about that. Of course, you can also find the links on my website at sugarfreecoaching.com. Um, if you are new to everything I'm talking about, if you don't know what being a living sugar-free sweetheart means, um, you definitely should get um, Living Sugar Free Revealed, Ask Me Secrets, definitely engage online. It's not too late for you to go and click like on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sugarfreecoach. Jump on in this group, begin to engage, see what it's all about. Um, it's not too late for you to do that, everybody. You guys have got until Monday. Monday is the cutoff day. Monday is the day where I'm going to remove everyone who doesn't want to be there. And again, the only way that I know that you want to be there is if you tell me. I'm going to remove everyone who doesn't want to be there. And the only way that you will gain access to this group going forward is by becoming a patron. You can go to patreon.com forward slash sugarfreecoach. Or again, just go to sugarfreecoaching.com and click become a patron. You can do that. It's a few dollars, y'all. It's nothing. And what you get from me now, free, most people are charging $500 for classes, $500 to join groups, $5,000 for master programs, and all these sorts of things. A lot of information and tools and resources that I give away for free and that i just been giving away for free. So um, we're still going to always be social entrepreneurs, um, Better Me Inc., TXNL is still always going to support, but there are just going to be rules that are going to require you to give a little effort as well if you um, would like to participate and have access to those. Uh, Better Me Inc. does have membership tiers, but at the basic level, um, it's still going to always provide great information. Okay, but me personally, the Sugar Free Coach, Living Sugar Free brand, um, is not going to be available. Um, as a coach online anymore um so i appreciate you all continuing to listen to the show still if you um, send me a message we will air your question on air we will respond um, you can also send your questions through social media um, that's not going to change you can still follow me on youtube watch the videos i do um, however, if you become a Patreon, you're going to get things like access to this group I mentioned, where we're going to be doing ongoing coaching, mastermind, um, resource sharing, um, wellness tips and information, actual resources, actual workouts, um, business, social media, all these types of things. A lot more behind the scenes stuff and a lot more detailed stuff than I can just share here in a little you know, our podcast, um, or on a little short 15, 30 minute video. Um, so, you know, it's valuable. I know it's valuable. If it wasn't valuable, I wouldn't have, you know, 3000, 6000 plus visitors to my website every month. I wouldn't have, um, you know, 6000 plus followers on Twitter. The value is there. So, um, clearly if you've been following all this time, you see the value and I'm offering you the opportunity to stay. I'm not kicking you out. I'm not, what we call bait and switch. I hate bait and switch. All this time you've been a living sugar-free sweetheart. Now I'm saying, oh no, you can't be anymore unless you pay. That is not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is you have to acknowledge and let me know that you would like to stay. Otherwise, I'm going to assume that you don't want to stay and you're going to be removed. Okay? I think I made that point pretty clear. Beat that dead horse enough. If I didn't, uh, shoot me a note, ask me a question. I will clarify for you. 
Um, if you have a problem with what I said, keep it to yourself. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> but if you're a living sugar-free sweetheart, uh, we're going to have a live um, chat on Saturday morning. And you can share your feedback. I mean, if you say, hey, I don't think it's fair, don't do it. I pretty much don't care about that because basically what you're saying is, you know, you shouldn't make money off your brand. And <laughs> Living Sugar Free, Sugar Free Coach is not a nonprofit brand, you guys. Um, so, um, yeah, if you're a Living Sugar Free sweetheart, participate in that chat and share with me some ideas or ways that you think that I could do it better or what you'd like to see me do. Or even if you, there are things that I haven't mentioned that you'd like to see me offer. Hey, if you offer this, then, you know, I'll pay more or whatever, whatever your feedback is. Definitely share that. Um, that's, again, on Saturday morning, 10.30, 10.30, yeah, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, this coming Saturday. Um, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. Everything I'm going to share with you, I think you're going to be very excited about it. I know, in particular, some people are going to be extra excited because they've been asking me to do this for a while, and I'm finally going to do it. Um... So yeah, so what are we going to be talking about going forward? Okay, so this episode is called Pardon My Nerve. Why did I call it that? Well, you know, you guys, pardon the nerve of me to uh, actually, you know, set up a patron account where people should pay money to have access to all of this good coaching and valuable information that I share. Pardon my nerve. Pardon me for having the audacity to tell you that you should click like and engage in order to let me know that you find value and that you want to stay in this group. Pardon my nerve. How dare I? <laughs> um, but, you know, there's a lot of information. And if I, don't, if I don't have an engaged audience, then I don't necessarily know what information to share. I don't know what information you need. It could be too vast. It could be too broad. And then it's not helping anyone. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons for this. And let me just tell you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about going forward here on this podcast. Uh, because it's not going to be redundant. We're not going to be doing the same things in the group that we're doing on the podcast. The podcast is going to continue to be general. It's going to continue to be broad. We are going to continue to talk about community, business, and lifestyle as it pertains to various topics. Um, but I'm just going to restructure it a little bit and focus it in. Um, as to how the specific um, areas of the sugar-free coach fit across community business and lifestyle. You know, so if you are having a Women's Day event, and you're like, oh, let's have Andrea Raquel come speak the sugar-free coach. Oh, what are we going to have her talk on? Oh, well, let's go check out our podcast and see what her topics are. These are the topics that you're going to hear me talking about, okay? Um, so we're going to talk about culture, um, as, as it pertains to organizational culture, but also as it pertains to society. Um, I find that a lot of the stuff that we talk about in the disciplinary, uh, in the discipline of organizational culture, um, corporate culture and all of that, it's the same. It's the same, well, first of all, corporate culture, organizational culture, some people distinguish, it's not necessarily the case, so I'm gonna distinguish doesn't matter if you have a for-profit business or a non-profit business. The organizational culture coaching, the concepts, it's the same. But guess what? It's also the same whether you have employees or volunteers 
or contractors or members or students or, um, you know, children or um, people in the community. It doesn't matter. Any type of organization, these principles of having a quality culture are the same. They may be implemented slightly different, but the concepts and the principles are the same. You can step out of corporate America and step into a church and you can operate with these um, principles of quality organizational culture and you can operate the same and they will add value in both spaces. However, um, when we talk about community business and lifestyle, clearly those two things cover those two, uh, the top two areas, community and business. But when it comes to lifestyle, then we also have to talk about these things from an individual perspective and how you implement those same principles in your life with your friends, with your spouse, um, in spaces where you may volunteer or in spaces where you work. Just because you're not the CEO and you didn't get to have some big, huge training about uh, workplace culture and, you know, um, all this type of stuff. And uh, hopefully if your CEO got the training, hopefully it trickled down and they also implemented it with the employees because if not, it's not going to be effective. But even still, if you didn't, you can still operate with these principles as an individual and it will help you not only in your relationships with others, but also in your own business um, and in your own volunteering and all those sorts of things. So that's going to be a big, huge topic we're going to talk about. Um, Self-care, love, all that falls under that category. Um, arts and entertainment, we're going to talk about that. We had a whole creator series that was awesome. Uh, we're going to talk about it from a community business and lifestyle standpoint because um, we have to talk about um, indie music and indie um, movies and film and um, not just how to support those and, and to invest in your community, but also to how to um, build them for yourself, how to implement them if you are an indie author or you want to get something going in the community. Um, and from a lifestyle standpoint, just enriching your life and um, having quality activities, you know, reading and um, TV and film, music, crafts, hobbies, and all that sort of thing. Um, and all of these categories sort of overlap with one another, but we're going to break them down and talk about them specifically. And, and as current events come up, you know, we'll fit them in where they go. Um, we'll talk about technology. Obviously, that's a big thing. I'm a closet techie. I'm not an expert by any means, but we do have experts um, in our network, and I glean from them. And maybe we'll have some of them on. We'll do some interviews. Um, and technology as far as outreach goes because from my perspective that's what social media is um, that's why I really like cred you guys they give you an outreach score it lets you know how much you're reaching out to others um, we'll talk about tools sometimes I forget that these awesome tools that I use are sort of you know like rocket science um, I just kind of realized again recently that a lot of people when they post, you know, they may have multiple social media platforms, but they're posting individually across each one and you don't have to do that. So if you, if you're adventurous, go on sugarfreecoaching.com, <coughs> excuse me, go on sugarfreecoaching.com, click on refers at the top. When you get to that page, drop down to my Engaffluence tool. That's the social media tool that I use most. It's consistent. It's trusted. 
It works great. They're very generous, um, and you can do a lot with it for free. Now, if you're at enterprise level and you have multiple brands and um, you do campaigns and all that sort of thing, um, the fee to um, level up to pro version is very, very nominal, um, in my opinion, according to what other uh, platforms charge, what other companies charge. And some of them aren't even around anymore, so this one has been around. I've been a, a user of this um, brand for over 10 years, and so trusted, like I said. Um, devices. A lot of people just don't even know how to use their smartphone. You know, a lot of people are paying ridiculous amounts of money for laptops, and they don't even have to. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, you know, a cloud um laptop versus an actual laptop with memory and stuff on it and programs. Um, we'll also talk about um, wellness and sci-fi. I said sci-fi, science fiction, science if you will, because you know where wellness is concerned, sure, we can talk about working out, eating right, and all these various diets and eating plans, nutrition and all that kind of stuff, but we also have to talk about the coronavirus, you guys. It's not just sweeping China. It's uh, making a pretty big hit in the United States and other countries as well. So um, we talked a little bit the other day, and I put some information up. Um, right now, you can go on org, and you can get access to that um, CDC real-time update. Um, you can go there every day if you want to and check it. Um, save this website, save org, and save sugarfreecoaching.com because, yeah, I could give you a long list of other websites and tools where you could find stuff, but... Those are only two I have to remember because if it's good and I need to make sure that you see it, then I know to put it there. I know I can always find it and you can always find it. It's sort of your portal for great information and great tools, if you will. Um, so yeah, so with wellness and sci-fi, we're going to talk about public health. Um, we're going to talk about sustainability, meaning if you have a company or a big family or organization or whatever that you're trying to manage, how do you maintain that in the face of um, <laughs> pandemics, which this one might just become. Um, and we're going to talk about mind, body, and spirit. So that's community, business, and lifestyle as it pertains to wellness and sci science. Um, so those are the main um, focus areas, you guys, that this podcast is going to be focusing on. Those are some pretty broad areas as we have interviews and different guests is going to fit into those areas. Now, whether I'll do like a lot of big series like we did um, last season with the wellness series and the creator series, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it really depends on having enough, um, enough of a demand for the topic, if you will, I guess, and also to enough people who can um, share great information about that topic. Uh, but also, too, on what's going on, current events and all that sort of thing. I mean, if the coronavirus has a major turn tomorrow, then maybe next week that's all we'll talk about. So, you know, that's sort of how this is going to go. It's not going to be a planned topic every week or anything like that. I just don't roll like that. We're going to be doing this Throwback Thursday thing for a while. So we'll get into that, the whole throwback piece, um, after the break. Uh, I just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of the update on what's going on, what's going to be changing, what we're going to be doing. So you can really understand it. Um, and hopefully you'll keep listening and, and you've been enjoying it and you're going to enjoy where we're going. Um, again, send us a message if you would like us to air your question on air. If not, shoot me a note across social media or wherever. We'll get your question answered. We'll get your question on air. And if it's something more in-depth um, and you need some private one-on-one -on -one, um, 
you need to become a patron. And if you do that, um, then we will, um, depending on what your question is, you know, we'll share it in one of our mastermind chats or we'll um, make sure that you get some direct one-on-one um, -on -one time. So go check out that, go check out those patron levels and you can see what you need to do to do that. Because you guys, I don't do one-on-one -on -one coaching in case you didn't know that. Yes, I am the sugar-free coach. I've been the sugar-free coach forever. Um, I'm the only sugar-free coach. Any sugar-free coach you see on the internet right now came after me because I own, clearly, I own the domain, and um, I've owned it for over 10 years now, and I did my research, and sugar-free, first of all, being sugar-free wasn't a thing back then, first of all. First of all, the awareness of the harms of sugar, it just wasn't a thing back then. That's why I can say this, but also, too, it became a thing eventually, um, but you know, I studied marketing, so I know how to research and find out if, if something exists, and it just didn't. Um, I've even had a few people create social media pages named, you know, for my name, and I've sent them messages and told them to take it down, but finally I was like, you know what, whatever, who cares, you know? A, there's enough to go around. There's enough wealth. There's enough people who need help and need support, and if people are helping people to get off sugar, I don't care. Um, you know, hopefully if you are a living sugar-free sweetheart, you know where to find me and you're not going to get duped into following somebody else. That's why you need to connect in, save the favorites, um, tag, follow, make your favorites on social media because that way you won't accidentally end up, you know, getting hacked or spammed by some random person. I don't know of any fake profiles that have been made. Um... I've seen it happen to a lot of people. And I always go look at the profile when, when, you know, when one of my friends posts, hey, if you don't follow this page, block, whatever, whatever, I always go look at the person and see how many followers they have because I, I've been wondering, is it a certain threshold you get to before this happens? And it's not. A lot of these people have way less followers than I do. So, you know, it just, I don't know. I don't know what it's based on. I haven't seen it. If you see it, let me know. We'll report it. But if you connect in the way you need to and follow and favorite the way you need to, that's not going to happen to you. Um, I have two Instagrams. One is Sugar Free Coach. One is Living Sugar Free. Most everywhere else, I'm only Sugar Free Coach, except for like maybe, I think, uh, oh, Tumblr. Um, but even there, you will find Sugar Free Coach and Living Sugar Free. On Twitter, I couldn't get Living Sugar Free. It's a page. Somebody owns it, but they haven't been doing anything for like eight years on it. I don't know if somebody was planning on doing that to that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But Twitter won't let me have it, so I don't have it there. But um, for the most part, if you just look for Sugar Free Coach everywhere, you will find me. And if I have a second page, I'll let you know I have a second page. But the purpose for having more than one page is that, you know, I'm Andrea Raquel. I'm the Sugar Free Coach. There will never be another. I'm not... Um, I'm not, you know, franchising that name or anything like that. However, Living Sugar Free is about you. Living Sugar Free is about, you know, the, the tribe, if you will. It's about the books and the podcast and, you know, the growth and everything that we're experiencing together. Um, me sharing great information from others and, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, and so I was doing that first on Instagram and I... I felt the need to split the two, if you will, you know. Um, so if you want to re really just find out what the Sugar Free Coach is up to and talking about, you'll go to Sugar Free Coach. If you want to hear about all the interviews and all of the, um, you know, different brands and the projects participating in all these different things, you'll go to Living Sugar Free, but follow them both. I try not to make them redundant. 
Um, and then, of course, you have Better Me Inc. TXNL. Better Me Inc. is the organization. It's the nonprofit. That is the corporate name for it. Um, TXNL is the membership. That's you. If you're a part of TXNL, you are a TXNL member. You might be a TXNL exec. Um, you might be a TXNL volunteer. Um, but just understand kind of the way that I've broken those up. Um, and again, when I did this, we didn't have all this. They didn't even have hashtags on Facebook when I first started. So if, you know, if there's a newfangled, fancy marketing way to do something that's quicker and more bling and faster money making, I might not do my stuff that way because I was doing it before they came up with all that. Um, but what I can do is I can tell you how to do this thing in a way that's smart and that's best for you and that helps you so you don't have to kind of go through all the pitfalls that a lot of us went through. Some I avoided, some I fell in. Um, but I'm going to try to help you out with that, and we're going to do it in a more tar targeted, more specific way where you can get the help that you need directly from me if you're part of the Living Sugar Free Sweethearts group and if you're a patron. So um, that's it about that. When I come back, we're going to talk about... Um, what did I say we were going to talk about when we come back? Oh, yeah, these topics, because it's the throwback day. That was just our intro on where we're going. So we'll be back, and, um, you know, for the last 20 minutes or whatever, we're going to talk about some current events and topics and things that I just need to get off my chest, if you will. Di Dalio, author of Don't Drink the Water, and you're listening to the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show with Andrea in the Morning. Welcome back, and thanks again for joining me. You're listening to the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show, Andrea in the Morning, and I'm your host, Andrea Raquel. So yeah, guys, we've been, we've been talking about a lot of stuff today that's kind of new and different. But now we're going to go back to just doing what we do, this throwback. And so here's what's been going on. Um, okay, so this is the last time I'm going to talk to you, um, other than, of course, Saturday's live video, if you participate in that. But this is the last time I'm going to be talking to you um, for Black History Month, because it's going to be over in a few days. Um, but it's not over, y'all. Um, if, if, okay, so I'm not talking to black people right now, okay? I'm talking to everybody else. And I'm not saying I'm not talking to brown people. I'm not saying I'm not talking to minorities. I'm saying I'm not talking to black people, African-Americans. I'm talking to everybody else. If you are not African-American, then I am talking to you. That means you might be African. You might be Chinese. You might be Indian. You might be anything else. I'm only not talking to african americans right now because you guys in case you didn't know this black history month is a national american thing to acknowledge the contributions and the hardships the oppression the struggle etc the history of african americans okay that is black people whose ancestors were enslaved in America, okay? Every country, well, most of them, not all of them. A lot of countries have their own thing for this, but we're talking about African-Americans right now and Black History Month. So if you are not African-American, I'm talking to you, okay? Now, why do I break it down that way? I know that sometimes people who are not American, who have brown skin, are lumped into the category with African-Americans from a negative perspective. I know that. I also know that 
y'all have your own, you know, issues where people are biased against you. You know, some people don't have a problem with African-American people, but they just have a problem with anybody who's not from America. That's a whole different conversation. We're not talking about that right now. Okay. Right now we're talking about Black History Month. Do not cloud the issue because you know, a lot of times that's why we can't have conversations about stuff because you'll say one thing and somebody will take what you said and lump it into a whole different category or flip it around or compare it to something that don't have nothing to do with nothing. Uh, perfect example. Again, I'm not talking to African-Americans, I'm talking to everybody else. Perfect example. Somebody will say something about oh, somebody got killed or somebody, oh, somebody black um, got accused of committing a crime and, you know, they got life in prison and people will bring up that oh well 10 years ago this white person committed this crime and they only got two years well you know unless you show me both exact cases and exactly what the details of each cases are then that's sensationalism okay so that's the example i want to give you that example because that's an example of how it's been done with black people but i want to give you this example because it happens so much with other people you know if i if we're talking about autism or veterans, and I bring up anything having to do with black people, people go all off the rails. Like, we're not allowed to talk about black people as it pertains to whatever different topic. If we're talking about the struggles of people with autism and how people are treating them, I'm not allowed to say, well, imagine how I feel being autistic and black and female, you know? So, you know, it's not just this month. If you want to be a positive, now if you were listening earlier, I gave you the topics already. So just go on and t put this in whatever box I said, it fits. It's not just about doing it for 30 days and acknowledging that, you know, you wouldn't even be here and you wouldn't have half the stuff that you had if it were not on the shoulders and on the backs of some black people that were enslaved, um, you know, persecuted, killed, et cetera, et cetera. Doing that for 30 days isn't enough. It's not, it's not, it's not, you know, anything. Yeah, they say it takes 30 days to create a habit and that's great. That's why we do it for 30 days because hopefully after this 30 days, and it's not even 30 because it's the shortest month, but just let's conceptually. If you do it for this amount of time, then maybe it'll become a habit. But in reality, it's like, oh, I'm glad this thing is over. People even make jokes about it. You know, like they show black people in the workplace and somebody come up to them and say something. And it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. It can be like, can you file this report? Uh-uh, it's Black History Month. I'm not doing, you know, that sort of thing. So, but the joke in that is, is that it's only for this month. It's after this is over, then it's back to business as usual, you know. And that's not good because this country is a boiling pot and it's ready to blow. And whether it blows because um, the LGBTQ community is fed up or because the Jewish community is fed up or because, you know, um, um, immigrant community is fed up or because black Americans are fed up or whatever, women, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's a boiling pot. And unfortunately that boiling pot with so many people ready to blow causes oftentimes the very people who are abused and oppressed to be in conflict with each other. And um, it's just a mess. So from a culture standpoint, anything that you personally can do to do your part, to not contribute and to help heal, you're a hero. You're doing your part. And again, I'm not talking to African-American people. I'm talking to everybody else, okay? Um, I did a show a few weeks ago with Joshua Lee Ronan, Uncensored, and he asked me about how I felt when people 
you know, are only asking me to participate in something because it's Black History Month, or they only, you know, want me to come because they just need to add one black person to the thing. I don't have a problem with that. I don't know if that wasn't the answer I was supposed to give or that's not the answer that most people give. But again, oftentimes I see things differently. If you have me on to participate in your show or your event or come to your party or do whatever the thing is and I come, I'm going to leave a great impression. And guess what? You're going to want me to come back or somebody else or more people. Or you're going to ask me to bring a friend next time or what have you. It's going to open your mind up to... Um, interacting more with people who are different. So I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem being the only black person in the whole entire company setting the example and showing people why they might need to change their mind about hiring black people or interacting or or whatever the thing is. Um, I don't have a problem going to a concert <laughs> that is in a majority white town um, where it's a white band and chances are 99% of the people in there are going to be white. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not scared. I'm not worried. I'm not on edge. I'm not irritated. None of those things. I don't have a problem with that. 16,000 white people, you guys. I don't do concerts like that even anyway. But, you know, this stadium's pretty small. 16,000 people is not that many. Um, I've stood on stage before more people than that. Um, so concerts and crowds in general, I don't love. But if it's the right band or the right group, I will, you know, as long as I have an adult with me, I'll do that. I will go out of my way to do that. But I'm not going to not do it just because, oh, this is a white group and it's going to be mostly white people there. I'm not doing that. Um, even though the man sitting next to me, well, the wife was sitting next to me and the man on the other side of her, I could see out of the corner of my eye, kept looking at me the whole entire time through the whole entire concert. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know if his mind was blown about my hair because I had my afro going on. I don't know if he was shocked because I was having such a good time. I don't know if he was shocked because I knew all the words. I don't know what this man was thinking. I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not going to assume. I'm just saying it could have been any of those things or it could have been something different. I don't care. You know, I'm not going to turn around and be like, what you looking at? That's not a good look, and I'm not doing that, you see. If he had asked me a question, and several people did, you know, usually in an environment like that, most people want to know about my hair. I'm not going to get an attitude. You're not touching it, but I'm not going to get an attitude. So if I'm your only black friend, if I'm the only public figure that, besides you guys, the famous people, that don't count. They don't see you, okay? I'm talking about people who can see you, people who are on you know, in that middle space of, you know, not quite famous, but leaving their mark. If I'm the only one that you follow, if I'm the only one that you participate with, I'm not mad. Hopefully I will inspire you and give you reason to do it more. However, I implore you to actually do it. If you are listening to my show, if you've read my book, y'all click like, write a review, hit share. If I'm your one black friend, then great. Let it be so, but be a friend. Don't be a fly on the wall. Because this Black History Month is all about promoting and sharing and acknowledging the contributions and the legacies and the hard work and the effort. And not only that, but the hurdles that we overcome in order to do these things. The hurdles that we overcome in order to serve and give back. The way that we choose to take the high road instead of, you know, starting a fight. That's what it's all about. And so if I'm the person that you listen to because you like what I'm talking about, you like my perspective, and you think that I'm doing good, then hit share. 
tell somebody that you're listening to me because that's the it. That's the thing. You don't just get to say, oh, I've got a black friend. Oh, I've got a black girl that I follow on the internet and I really like what she's talking about. Because if I look at your profile and you never hit share, then you're not being a friend. You're doing the same thing everybody's been doing. You're enjoying the inventions and the struggles and the platforms and the different things that black people have done and built and contributed, but you're not giving them any acknowledgement. And here's your chance. Here's your chance to not be like your ancestors. Here's your chance to say, well, you know what? Don't be mad at me because I wasn't around during slavery. And, you know, I didn't create this bias system. And, and yes, a lot of us are systemically um, programmed to do certain things that keep it perpetuated. But if you're going to stand up and hoop and holler and talk bad about the president and say how different you are, show me. Show me that you are different. Hit share, leave a comment, click like, tell a friend, and let me be the example of you being the change and, and leveling the playing field for somebody who's really, really good at what they do. And maybe the only reason that I'm not where, you know, you think I should be or where someone else might be is maybe because I'm black, maybe because I'm a woman, maybe because I struggle a little bit harder to get my foot in the door than if I look like you, guys. And I again, I'm not talking to African-Americans. I'm talking to everybody else, okay? That means if you're, I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you were born. I don't care what your, maid, your, your marinade is, okay? You might be French, you might be Spanish, you might be African, you might be whatever. But if you listen to this African-American woman's show, and follow me on social media. Don't just have me post something, and I know it's profound because certain people would never click like if it wasn't, but I see that you saw it. I see your little picture bubble pop up, but you don't click like. It's, you know, you don't, if, if, you, if you have any sort of feelings like you're worried about if your white friends are going to think a certain kind of way, or if you, um, I don't know what it is, y'all. I'm not white, so I can't be in your mind. Joshua was honest about it, and I love that about him. Uh, it was uncensored, and he talked about how some people, you know, might not have a black person come on their podcast because they're scared they're going to put their foot in their mouth and get called out, and now that's their reputation. They didn't mean to. They just don't know any better. Y'all, let's change that. And don't claim to be part of my network and part of my community if you're not doing your part to help me change that, okay? Don't make the black people in your lives be the only ones to jump up and down and hoop and holler about fair treatment. If you see something, you say something. If you see a black person that's being treated unfairly, if you see a black person being treated any kind of way and they have a problem with it, take the time to find out what happened and see if that person was being treated unfairly and you stand up for them. Don't make it be a black-white fight. You be the person to jump in and say, that's not right, don't treat them like that, that's not fair. If they looked like us, you wouldn't be treating them like that. You be that person. And I promise you, if you continue to listen and if you stick with me and you're a living sugar-free sweetheart or patron, I will help you with that. I will get your back. I will stand up for you. If I'm your only one black friend and you tell people, I'm not prejudiced, I got a black friend, guess what? I'll get your back. But not if I can't see you. Not if you're just sitting over there, you know, on the fence, not paying attention, not supporting. Not, I can't. I don't know what's, what you're thinking. I don't know what's in your mind. And I know it's scary. All this stuff is scary. You think I just want to be saying this? But I would be remiss. I'm wrong if I don't say it. I see the struggles. I see the pain. I see the confusion. I see how hard it is for some people. But sticking your head in a hole is not going to solve the problem. 
only going to rallies with other white people, holding up signs, bashing the president. That's not helping us. It's not. You know, I have a lot of white friends who spend a lot of time doing activism, but your activism is not helping me. You see my post, you won't click like, you won't click share, you won't tell. I know you read my book, you told me how wonderful it is, but you won't write a review and tell somebody about it. That's not helping me. And you're not really being part of the solution. What you're doing is you're causing confusion because, you guys, we lived it. Our grandparents lived it. Our parents lived it. We know the stories. We don't need you to keep reminding us of what's horrible. We need you to help fix it. And don't feel like you don't have any power to fix it. If you're not an African-American, I dare say that in your life on a daily basis, you have an opportunity to help change the tide, change the world, change, um, change the playing field, level the playing field for African-Americans. You know, be a voice, be an advocate, but be an advocate for an actual person that you see struggling. Be an advocate for someone that you see doing something different, somebody that you see trying to make a change in this world or trying to do something great. And they might change the world, but guess what? They don't get the recognition that they deserved. You be that person to help promote them, okay? <sighs> yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say about that. I'll get your back if you get mine. That's what I'm saying. Um, and together, we'll be getting the world's back because that's how we change culture. Can't do it from the outside, can't be looking in, can't be sitting high and looking low, can't be just sitting around philosophizing about it all day. We got to do it. And pardon my nerve for opening my mouth and saying I am a black woman, autistic veteran first. And on a regular basis, I see people hooping and hollering about first woman veterans and autistic people and, you know, people doing all this great, wonderful stuff. And I'm looking at them going, you don't see me sitting right here. I've been doing the same thing you're talking about for 10 years. You don't see me, though. You acknowledge in veteran women first, but you never once have talked about the first female voice of the 3rd United States Infantry. But I'm not supposed to feel like that has anything to do with me being black or being autistic, or whatever the thing is. I don't know what it has to do with, and it might not have anything to do with any of them. All I'm saying is the burden is on you to do it differently. The burden is not on me to try to figure out why you're ignoring me. And I cannot continue to stand up for y'all and tell black people to calm down if y'all keep acting like that. If you act like that towards me, I can only imagine how you act towards the rest of black people. You might be the nicest person on the whole planet. Just saying, you guys, this, you, it has to start with you. The change does not start with the president. The change starts with you. If you can't click retweet on my post, if you can't tell somebody you listened to my podcast and it was awesome, if you can't tell somebody I helped you figure out a problem or I was the only one who promoted your stuff when nobody else would or whatever the thing is, because I know I help people. I do stuff for people. I'm generous and kind. And if you don't tell somebody, then you're no different than the president. You're not. So stop it. I don't want to see in my news feeds all day long, all of my followers and friends are all they talking about is the president or nothing. Y'all ain't, some of y'all ain't talking about nothing. I don't want to see that. It's boring. Yawn. That's my autism, you guys. I don't like talking about the weather. It's nice outside. Great. Move on. What else are we talking about? You know, 
So, um, yeah, <laughs> let's change the world together. And um, let's start with this black history thing. I am black history. You don't have to share Rosa Parks. Great, share Rosa Parks, but share my stuff too. I am black history. I imagine you probably have a few other black friends who are black history too, but you might not even know it because you haven't taken the time to care. And, you know, you living your life, you doing your business, you trying to build your brand. You don't have time for all that. But guess what? Unfortunately, y'all, the burden is on y'all. You have to make time or else you can't claim to care. You can't claim to be an activist. You cannot claim to be all in an uproar about what's going on right now if you're not doing your part to be the change. Show Donald Trump how to do it. Set the example of what it looks like for a white person to actually go out of their way to even the playing field for people who are not like them. Set the example. Show me. I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want somebody to tell me, oh, Andre, I did this. And look, and what do you think? Is this what you were talking about? Okay. I got a couple of people who do it and I love them dearly. And, you know, I have some friends who probably get judged for being, you know, uh, to what's the word right is it right i always forget because i don't get caught up left right whatever whatever the rush limbaugh side is i got a few friends who probably get judged for being on that side but they support me more than the people who are picketing and protesting against the president so it's not about that it's not about your politics it's not about your religion it's about how you deal with humans and how you deal with humans that are different than you okay you might be nice to them, but will you support them? Will you promote them? Will you recommend them for a job? Will you refer them? Will you next time you go on sta stage and speak in an event and there's not one single black woman on the whole panel of 20 speakers, will you go to the um, speaker board and say, hey, you guys, next time y'all need to have some more diversity in here. I know a black woman you can hire. Will you do that? Pardon my nerve, y'all. I'm so sorry for being so bold as to put myself in your face and say, hey, I'm noticing that y'all are doing all this hooping and hollering about all this stuff, and yet you personally aren't doing the thing that we really need you to do. Pardon my nerve, y'all. I know that was hard and that was rough. Okay, so we're going to take another break. But before we do that, I want to throw one more thing out there on the whole Black History Note thing. Um, you know, when I was on Joshua's show, Uncensored, and if you haven't listened, go listen to that. It was a really fun and really open conversation. But um, we talked about Snoop and Gail, that whole incident. It's been going around a lot. And I think I talked about it briefly on my show maybe the other day. But I wanted to throw out there that I watched uh, The Red Table with Jada Pinkett Smith, and she had Snoop on there. And you guys, her mom's on there, Willow is on there, and Snoop came to the table with them. Now, you guys, this red table is in her house. I love it. I'm probably going to steal the concept. But anyway, um, they brought Snoop to the table, and they had a conversation about healing. And for the record, she invited Gail as well, and clearly Gail declined. She never said that, but she just kept saying she invited Gail, and Gail has an open invitation. Clearly Gail declined or just didn't answer or whatever. Anyway... Um, you might have been on Gail's side, you might have been on Snoop's side, you might not care, I don't know, but I don't care whose side you were on, if you have something bad to say about Snoop or Jada after that talk show, you need to go sit down somewhere, because again, that, uh, that show was about healing, it wasn't about taking sides, and if you don't get that whatever thing happens, how we need to move forward after that is from a place of healing, then you're probably not in my audience because after something happens, I don't care what the person did wrong. I don't care who the person is. I don't care, okay? If you're still on this planet, you are not a person to be thrown away. You're still here, clearly, 
okay? So if you can't get with a conversation that's meant to be about healing, if you can't get with two people from opposing sides coming together to talk about healing and admitting that they feel like they were wrong, guess what? Just because um, Snoop told Gail off and you agree with what he said doesn't mean you have to be mad at him for apologizing. You guys, that doesn't even make sense. That's like I talked to, you know, the other week about a guy who had a lady behind him at the airport telling him he needed to get out of line because this line was for a priority and they were first class and blah, blah, blah. And he even took his ticket out and showed it to her. He was first class. But she kept talking trash, telling him he needed to get out of line. So he had he let the lady have it, you know, and not even in a rough way because if he did they probably would have called security on his big old black behind y'all do know that right we're not stupid a lot of us some of us are stupid but a lot of us are smart enough to know that it doesn't matter how wrong that person is being to me I cannot match their intensity because I will be the one going to jail that's a reality that's a fact and if you don't know that you really don't know nothing about african-american people okay that's a reality you guys and so even though he didn't match her intensity, he didn't give her back what she was giving him or what we might feel like she deserved. And he got on his Facebook page and he talked about it and he showed the video and people let her have it. I mean, they came for her. They drug her and he felt bad. So he had to come and apologize. You might not agree with him apologizing, but you can't do that, guys. Y'all cannot judge somebody for saying I should not have handled the situation that way. That's stupid. It's stupid for you to be angry with somebody for trying to take the high road. It's stupid for you to be angry with somebody for saying, you know what, that person was wrong, but I don't want to be wrong too. You need to get yourself together if that's how you think. That's ridiculous, okay? Y'all be mindful of listening to people on social media who got private profiles. If you on, if you commenting on people's pages and stuff like that, and you talking trash, but yet your profile's private, ain't nobody paying you no attention. You're a troll. I don't care if you're not a troll. You're still a troll. You hiding your face and talking trash. No, we're not doing that. We're not paying attention to people who have private pages. If you can't show me who you are, your opinion doesn't matter. Period. You're not even a real person. You could be a bot. I don't know you. Okay? So... Anybody else, I'm saying, if you have a hard time watching two people who were at odds make peace, you need to get yourself together, especially if the situation didn't have nothing to do with you, okay? I don't care if it was your favorite celebrity. You need to get it together. But it was a very beautiful conversation, and Snoop touched on quite a few things that I've heard people say about him negatively. He talked about the fact that he's in a very hard, hard place because the very things that we're asking people to change and grow from, he helped to create. I actually heard somebody say that about him and they said it in a very foul way. Like, you know, that's how he made his millions. But yes, he did. But now he's grown up. And if you can't allow that, you need to check yourself. There were several times where, you know, uh, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, whoever, other people who are, who are African-Americans who are in the public eye, you know, may have been in a situation and they chose to take the high road and people talk bad about them for it. You need to get yourself together because forgiveness is a good thing. It is. Choosing kindness over anger and violence is always a good thing. I don't care what the person did. I don't care. Well, you can't, you got a problem with that. You need to take take you know take a few and look in the mirror and check yourself because for the most part that's what black history is <laughs> that's what the reality of the african-american is if you live long enough if you don't get killed young die young 
because you a hothead and you always popping off at somebody ready for a fight. But for the most part, if you are here and you survived any amount of time, or if you were here before and you survived any amount of time, chances are it's because you learned how to do what it is that you felt like you were called to do and take the high road when somebody comes for you. That's what black girl magic is. It is succeeding and being successful and having a, a joyous smile and, and, and dancing and being happy and having an impact on others in spite of the fact that you might have just got hit upside your head or had the rug snatched out from under you. That's what making lemonade is, y'all. When I say we making lemonade, it doesn't mean that, oh, this person did something to me and oh, I'm going to overcome it. No, it means life kicked me in my behind. And life might be you. Life might be a human. Life might be the system at the time. Life might be a situation. You know, all kinds of stuff happens. And some of it we expect. Some of it is typical just because of who I am. Some of it is blindsiding. Sometimes you never expect it. Regardless, I'm going to always do my best to make lemonade. Um, so if you haven't gotten that book yet, by the way, Living Sugar Free Revealed, Ask Me Secrets, go do that on Amazon. Um, but if you join um, my patron, Patreon, if you become a patron and become a Living Sugar Sweet, Free Sweetheart, you'll have an opportunity to get you a signed, autographed, um, paperback copy. <laughs> just a little nugget, just throwing that out there. But yeah, so um, a couple more things I want to cover. We'll be right back after a break. Hi, I'm Dr. Tara Sanderson, and you're listening to the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show with Andrea in the Morning. Welcome back, y'all, and thank you so much for sticking with me. Uh, we've been talking about a lot <laughs> on this Pardon My Nerve episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show, Andrea in the Morning. Um, I'm sorry, y'all okay? I know that was rough. That's all right. You'll be okay. I promise you'll be okay. Growth is just so... Mm, Growth is yummy, y'all. When you look in the mirror and realize that you can grow in a certain area, when you get an aha moment, it could be the slightest thing. You could be like the greatest person on the planet. I mean, you could be like super nice and successful and all that, but you get an aha moment and you can be even better. You can be an even better version of yourself, especially in an area that can help others and change others' life, y'all. That is... Mm. That's valuable. Now, how often do we get those, you know? I mean, the more you grow, the less often you get them. Because quite frankly, to be honest with you, at some point, if you are a student, if you like learning, if you like getting checked, I love that about Snoopy. said, I like getting checked. You know, my whole life has been about wrong to right. I respect that about him, you know? Um, if you're a Christian, you guys, even in the Bible, the greatest people in the Bible that are talked about are not the people who are oh so perfect and pious. They're the people who got it completely all the way wrong and then tried to do right doing it as extreme as they were doing wrong. And some of them still didn't get it right. And that's okay. We don't. We are not going to be perfect. Nobody ever expected us to be perfect. But whenever you can get an aha moment and learn something and grow and do right by people, that's 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 good right there. That's good. That's good eating, if you will. Um, so don't take coachings, checks, hard sayings, if you will, come to Jesus talks as, you know, something to be angry about. If anything, that's why that's what should make you listen to me more. I don't know about you, but I get bored when I'm not learning anything new. I get bored when I read leadership's books and they're talking about the same thing I've been learning for the past 20, 30 years. Boring. Teach me something I didn't already know. Take me to another level. And um, 
So if I've done that for you, hopefully you will appreciate it and not be angry with me. Um, just letting you know. I can think of two people. Two. Out of my whole very, 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 very vast network who are not African-American, who, in my opinion, do a good job of being a friend, supporting my brand, sharing it with others, telling people that they listen to it, telling people that they got something from it, too. And maybe if y'all did it more, then they would have even more of a space to do it even more in. And you know if you're one of those two people. If you don't feel like you're one of those two people, do more. I'm not saying nothing bad about you. Just saying. If you can be the difference between me going to the next level and not, why wouldn't you want to? There's no reason you should be threatened or jealous. Even if you have jealousy on you, y'all know I'm just the kind of person I always say thank you. I always reciprocate. I'm that crazy person who will go all out of my way over from one platform to another one to drill down and dig down to the bottom of who the originator of a post is that somebody shared on a different platform, but they didn't, you know, they didn't do it in such a way where I could share it and that originator get credit. I'm going to break my neck to go find the originator. I'm going to thank the person who shared it. You know, if somebody's in a video or a picture and I think it's a great story and nobody tells them, I'm going to find out who it is. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I'm going to say thank you and reciprocate. So you don't have to worry that like you're going to refer me or share my thing with somebody and then I'm going to blow up and get famous and then I'm going to be ahead of you and then I'm not going to give back. I'm not like that. Never would I be ever like that. Um, so yeah, that's all about that. Let's move on. We're talking about um, lifestyle, you guys, stuff, current events and <laughs> coronavirus and the VA and politics, psych, we're not going to talk about politics. <laughs> I don't talk about politics, you guys. I just talk about how politics affects us as individuals and culture and community. But I'm not getting into that with y'all. To me, it's some tomfoolery. I do talk about that. I talk about how stupid it is. But the whole thing is some tomfoolery to me. From y'all not really knowing who really is a Democrat and who's a Republican to the fact that they switched it some years ago to the whole independent versus Democrat and Republican to, you know, if it's going to be a woman or a man or a gay person or is black. Or, it's too much for me. I can't. And half the conversations I see about it from both sides are totally cruel, ridiculous, sensationalistic. I can't do that with y'all. Um, I'm going to vote as soon as I figure out who I'm going to vote for. <laughs> um, and just because... I tell y'all stop bashing the president does not mean I'm voting for Donald Trump. But if I if I decide I want to, then that ain't nobody's business. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, we're not talking about that. But y'all, this politics mess is some foolishness. It's hilarious. This one commercial that keeps coming on, bombarding me. This one um, candidate that I'm like, who are you again? And why did you come on TV with your commercial for me to vote for you? But the first words out of your mouth are bashing the current president like you only have a minute or 30 seconds like why are you taking up your 30 seconds or your minute talking about the person who's already in office instead of telling me who you are and what you're about oh because you're not about nothing <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying y'all we talked earlier about taking the high road and um you know um being an agent of change and healing and positivity and growth rather than being that negative person and always being ready to fight. I don't want somebody representing me that's always ready to fight. I could do that by myself. I could be a hothead by myself. I could get mad about every little thing by myself. 
I don't need you to help me with that. I don't need you to stir me up. And chances are, if you're like that, I'm probably not going to be friends with you, but I'm definitely not going to let you lead me nowhere because you're going to lead me right off a cliff to hell or where <laughs> not. Sorry. So anyway, yeah, that's enough about that. Y'all, this coronavirus is a trip. Um, one of my friends posted yesterday that he couldn't believe that the Chinese government let it get this out of hand. I was like, Andrea, back away from the smartphone. Y'all, my horoscope the other day said something like, uh, I can't quote it verbatim, but it was something to the effect of um, you don't have to give your value on every stupid debate. Maybe let somebody else fight that battle and you reserve your emotions for matters of the heart. I was like, what? Hey, bet. That's good advice right there. That's a good word. Because I can almost always be a fly on the wall and see some atrocity and jump in the middle of it and, you know, take up for somebody, help somebody. And don't get me wrong. If I see somebody being beat up on the street, depending on who it is and who they being beat up by, I might just dial 911. <laughs> but, you know, I'm always going to intervene if somebody is being harmed. But when people willfully and voluntarily engage in ignorant debates, I'm, it's not my job to jump in and save you. Like, you chose to jump over there. Um, you know, if you pick a fight, I'm not necessarily going to jump in and save you if you get beat up. <laughs> Maybe if you get beat up, you'll learn to stop picking fights. Um, but likewise, you know, if you get into a really ridiculous debate with somebody that clearly you're not going to change their mind or they're being foul or whatever, I'm not going to jump in there. You know, sometimes oh, there's a parable in the Bible about, um, what, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they got thrown in the fiery pit and they came out unscathed, unburned. We always talk about how, oh, you know, God will save you out of the fire. And, you know, if you're a Christian and you believe you have faith, and I believe that same story is in other religions as well, um, you're going to come out, you know, unburned. Uh, but if you jump your behind over into a fire that was never meant for you, that you weren't supposed to be in, then you might end up scorched up your backside. So that's a good lesson. So I kept my mouth shut and I backed away from this smartphone. But in my head, <laughs> I was like, oh. Whoa, way to go, way to come for the Chinese government on a public platform in a conversation, a non-political conversation with some non-political people that aren't even talking about stuff like that. And you basically just threw all of us all up in the middle of the conversation. But y'all, everybody doesn't know about biting their tongue and taking the high road. That's privilege, you guys. A lot of y'all have the freedom and have had the liberty to just be able to say whatever you want to say whenever you want to say it. And the only time you think about not saying stuff is when you know it's not it's not going to benefit you. And some things that might not hurt you would hurt some of us other people if we said it. Um, so, you know, that's privilege. I'm not mad at nobody for that. That's I'm not mad at anybody for their privilege. Um I just ain't getting my black behind over there. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you guys, um, a lot of people feel like this coronavirus thing is man-made. And if you think that's a ridiculous concept, you need to go back and read up on our history and, you know, our medical stuff and stuff, just stuff that the medical industry has done for centuries. And drugs that were developed that were meant for one thing and now they're being used for something else and all kind of stuff y'all just you know that in laboratories major laboratories the cdc and all that their job is to develop um certain diseases you know when you make a vaccine all you're doing is creating a disease right 
when you make a vaccine, what you're basically doing is injecting people with a little bit of whatever the disease is. So the only way to create different vaccines and for them to keep changing is for in a laboratory if we are creating diseases. But you know also too, the very thing, if you're in the military, you notice, if you pay attention, you probably notice too, but the very nature of um, biochemical warfare, germ warfare, all those types of things, that's creating diseases as weapons. If you watch TV, y'all, they don't make all this stuff up. When they say we weaponized it, that means they took the virus or whatever the thing was and made it where it could go airborne so they could either kill or disease a bunch of people. I'm not saying that's what corona is. I'm just saying, where did it come from? China ain't stupid, y'all. They didn't get all these years and all these empires and all these centuries and centuries and decades with all of this money and refinery and technology that's advanced beyond us. And then, oops, they just caught a disease out the blue and they was too stupid to figure out how to keep it under control. You can believe that if you want to. That's all I'm going to say about that one. But speaking of the medical industry, you guys, the VA is still jacked up. Yes, don't ask me about it. We make lemonade. We're doing the best we can with it. Um, but when you go into VA, don't be nasty to people because that, you know, <laughs> that ain't going to help your case. You know, just like when you go in a restaurant, don't be nasty to your waiter because if you do, they're going to be in the back spitting in your food. <laughs> just saying. Um, I believe recently the director of the VA got uh, let go, but y'all, it's going to be all right. It is getting better. Just like I talked to somebody the other day, it is getting better and we're not going to be able to tear down any of these systems overnight. And that's where people get frustrated. You know, it's like... <laughs> Righteous indignation is a thing, you guys, and it's not a bad thing. When you see something happen, some atrocity, or when you wake up and realize that, you know, what you thought it was isn't what it was, you know, that's, you know, it can make you very, very angry. But that's when you have to learn from some of us others who have maybe been dealing with the same stuff that you just woke up and realized yesterday for a long time. The same system that has been keeping black people oppressed for the 200 years is the same system that would allow some, you know, biochemical warfare or allow some illegalization of a perfectly okay plant or um, allow some food in your grocery stores that is killing you or allow some um, uh, medical drug to uh, sweep the whole entire nation and everybody be taking it before they realize it's killing people and now that everybody's addicted to it, we're going to take it away from you. It's all the same system. It's all the same system. And when I say it's all the same system, this is not a conspiracy theory. I'm not. The whole conspiracy theory can like kind of like go off a ledge sometimes, you know. Like we really didn't go to the moon and the moon is not really a, na a natural object and Oh, the earth is really flat. And slavery never happened. And I don't y'all. I'm not talking about all that, okay? Y'all might hear me refer to aliens. <laughs> but if you don't know what I think aliens are, then don't go off the deep end because it's probably not what you think. But this is not a conspiracy theory. This is a fact. You can look at the declassified documents. You can hear from people who actually were part of it. You know, you can read books, you guys. I went to an all-black school, college. So that was like standard conversation and standard reading for us. And a lot of these books you can't even find anymore. They've been taken off the shelves. But they talk about um, the history of the 
whole slave uh, system and there's a lot more than what we even know and what we talk about, you know, the stopover, the things that happened in the islands between Africa and here and how, you know, New Orleans was built. And all just, it's a lot, you guys. And it's real, it's true, it really happened. The books that were available to read about it, um, they're not new, modern, sensationalistic books. They're history, guys, from people who, you know, through generations were there, a little bit older, a little bit older, a little bit older, documenting this stuff. And now, um, you know, and then people doing research and then people um, defecting from certain organizations um, under threat of death. And um, so if you were around, you know, back then and you got to read that stuff, you know, it's not just, oh, they read that on Google. No, we read books. <laughs> we talked to people. We had elders that, you know, told us stories. And um, y'all, a lot of it is a big lie. A lot of it. Even stuff that happened during our world wars. A lot of it is made up, you guys. A lot of it. So... You know, getting all hoop, hyped up and hooping and hollering and arguing and being at each other's throats about stuff. And you don't even really know what the truth is. It's kind of asinine. So I'm not doing that with y'all. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready to just say that the uh, coronavirus is just a big mockery on China. I'm not, I'm not ready to say that yet. I think it's strategic. And I'm not saying that the Chinese government is not in on it. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's an attack on China and China didn't have nothing to do with it. I'm not saying that. You know, oftentimes stuff happens in this country and we have fake threats. We have things that happen in order so that the powers that be that run these big security companies and, you know, military arms companies and things can make more money. Y'all, that happens. That's a fact. You can watch documentaries about it from people who worked in there and they know they were there and under fear of getting their life snubbed out they're telling the truth about it so this is not made up you guys um i'm just not doing that with y'all so the best i can tell you is make sure you get you a mask um n95 is the only mask that will protect you against coronavirus be careful don't be out just don't be out in mass populations drinking and getting drunk to the point where you don't know remember what you're doing and you're drinking after other people or touching all of people and all with a bunch of strangers and you don't know who they are during this is not a good time to do that this is a good time to spend time in small groups stay in cook for your friends don't be eating out a whole lot you know um yeah, I realize some people have to take public transportation. If you do, probably get you one of those masks. Keep you some of that hand sanitizer with you. Stay out of the doggone hospital. If you don't have to be at the hospital, don't go to the hospital, you guys. Because even though a lot of people with the flu and things like that, they're telling them don't come in, you don't know that the person sitting right next to you in the emergency room doesn't have some airborne disease, okay? Um, so don't be running to the hospital every five minutes if nothing's really wrong with you. Um, and if you have to go to the hospital, try to make an appointment with your doctor, um, or go to a small clinic. Um, what else? Um, go back and listen to the wellness series and take all of those tips that we shared from all of the different amazing people, some, some nutrition experts and wellness professionals. The more you can do all of that and keep your immune system up, the less likely you are for something to jump on you, and the less likely you are to have to run to the hospital every five minutes and then catch something while you're in the doggone hospital. Y'all, stuff happens at the hospital. People get catch all kind of germs from like bad blood transfusions you don't know i'm just saying just be mindful right now 
Just like I'm asking you to be mindful about black history, I'm asking you to be mindful about your wellness, okay? Pardon my nerve, you guys. Pardon my nerve for being a black woman who was born abroad, who was a military uh, brat, you know, who served in the army, you know, who was a first woman in her role, who did start a nonprofit, who did study industrial organizational psychology. Pardon me. Pardon my nerve for sharing certain truths with you that I know to be truths. Pardon my nerve for trying to help you, um, you know, to share your privilege, if you will, um, if you have privilege on you um, and, and, you know, you feel horrible about what's going on. Pardon my nerve for trying to tell you how to do it better. Pardon my nerve for trying to help you stay healthy. Um, you know, <laughs> pardon my nerve for telling you about organizational culture and, you know, part of my nerve for being honest. You know, if you have a problem with it, you're probably not a living sugar-free sweetheart. You're probably not in my um, in my tribe. But if you appreciate it and you like it, click like, click share, follow everywhere, subscribe, tell a friend, share a review if you read the book already. If you haven't read it, it's a very short read. Um, and I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. Um, it will be March, and we'll be moving on to something different. And um, all the new programs I talked about will be rolled out. And I look forward to, you know, seeing you guys on the other side of that. Um, as always, if you have questions, you can record a message. I'll play your um, question on air if you'd like me to. Or shoot me a note. We'll get it answered. Definitely go become a patron if you're able. If not, hit like, hit share. If you're already in the Living Shooter Free Sweethearts group, stay there by engaging on um, this week's topic. And... Um, I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. I hope you have an awesome weekend and week ahead. Take care. Bye-bye.